Hello everyone, my name is Ana Galicia. I'm a college student from Trinity Christian College located in Chicago. I'm majoring in psychology and today we're going to talk about a very interesting and important topic regarding mental wellness, which is bipolar disorder type 1. We'll start mentioning some general concepts related to this mental condition. Then we will proceed to an interview with a special guest called Jose Luis Telles, who is a professional psychologist in Mexico with plenty of experience in this field. And at the end, uh, we will wrap up our thoughts and I'm going to recommend some other sources where you can find more information about this topic. Okay, so first let's start in general terms. What is bipolarity? According to Mayo Clinic, bipolar disorder is a mental health condition associated with string mood swings that include emotional highs, which are called mania or hypomania, and emotional loss, which are called depression. There are two types of bipolar disorder, which is bipolar disorder type 1 and bipolar disorder type 2. But in this podcast, we're only going to focus on bipolar disorder type 1. I just want to mention real quick the difference between one another so that you can understand a little bit better. Bipolar disorder type 1 consists of at least one manic episode that may be followed by a, by a hypomanic episode or major depressive episode. In some cases, uh, mania may lead to psychosis, which is when you lose total contact with reality. And bipolar disorder type 2 consists of at least one major depressive episode and one hypomanic episode, but it never escalates to a manic episode. Now, you may be wondering, what does this mean? Well, let's have an interview with our doctor, Jose Luis Telles, to have more clarity regarding this mental condition. Good night, Dr. Jose Luis Telles. How are you? Fine, thank you. Um, I'm glad. First of all, thank you for accepting my invitation of joining us in this podcast, and I'm very excited to have you here. Okay, um, so we're going to start with some questions. Could you introduce yourself to the people who are listening um, by saying your name and your professional title? Okay. My name is Jose Luis Telles. I'm a psychologist. Uh, I work at General Hospital of Mexico, Department of uh, Mental Health. That's where, where I'm, I'm still working for 15 years right now. Well, that's a long time you've been working. <laughs> and <laughs> can you tell us a little bit more about your experience treating people with bipolar disorder type 1 along your professional path? Okay, the explosive bipolar disorder type 1. Okay. My specialty is psychoanalysis. So the differences could be that uh, these people can, can understand and can have the adaptability. Uh, okay, so about uh, getting the social uh, getting the influence of the other, okay? 
so it uh, it fluctuate it uh, it get a lot of changes from like we talk about now depression what it called also melancholy no Freud also called in, in melancholy and on the other hand the other change of, of the personality like we can talk talk about that is uh, the euphoria the this anxiety could be but it's not inside it's like a, uh, it want to, to like he wants to eat the world he doesn't want to 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 have that empathy to the world it's just desire and just want to to get what he wants or what she wants no? that's the that's a difficult time for them no okay wow now can you uh, explain to us a little bit about like do you know like the origin of the disorder or like what does it cost to develop bipolar disorder? Uh, okay, well, uh, a lot of the researchers uh, also has the problem on neuro about neurology, but uh, I also talked to you about the psychoanalysis and the theory, psychoanalytics theory uh, says that um, in the first uh, stages in the first uh, years of life, these people, this this subject was uh, the mom re uh, reject the, the kids. No, it's like uh, he doesn't understand. He doesn't reject the love, but the, the origin could be the mom. No, the the relation with the mom. Wow, that's when we understand that bonds are really important between. Parents. That, that's the word, bonds, no? the vincolo, exactly. Okay. Now, can you explain us like the main symptoms people with bipolar disorder have and maybe the difference between type one and type two? Okay, let me do this. The first of all is that he, he first, it's not quite in disorder, but first he, he he experiences the depression symptoms. Okay, he wants to uh, wants to reject the world. He wants to get in isolation, and he doesn't want to 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 understand the world. He wants to be in his own world. Okay, that's what what we talk about the depression. When we talk about the he he doesn't want to understand what happened over there. But then, uh, make uh, defense mechanism gets the euphoria. No? The, the, how can you say the mania? They constantly attack the others. No, these people can uh, prove the others for how much they love. Like we talk uh, about, like I hate you because I love you, but I will still constantly do it because I want to know how much do you love me, how much do you want to get, be with me. Okay, wow. so it's difficult to, to get in, in the clinic because in psychoanalysis we talk about uh, the trans transference, okay? Uh, they need to get in love because if not, they will attack constantly the process. Okay. So they can have uh, these fluctuations constantly. The psychiatry talk about the difficulty we have in psychology is because he gets no that you're the you're the bipolar. I'm sorry, you know? 
that's what happened with the psychiatry and in the treatment and the psychology treatment we say that no you're more than you are the responsible of your bonds you're responsible of the, of the love that you get on the world so that that was a difficult because if they experience so much um, judgment get up no it's done mm -hmm. well the difference about the first one is because they get uh, first of all the depression in Spanish, I don't, I don't know how to say it in English right now, but it's called hipomaniaco. You know? So there are subjects that get down and then go up. The difficult time, it could it could destroy everything. It could get addictions, it could get uh, compulsory disorder, it could get uh, obsessive disorder. In the other, it could get the uh, psychotic symptoms. Okay? They can distortion the reality. It can get... Uh, uh, illusions not about the, the the reality that he gets so he can could be an, a depression syndrome and get a suicide intention thinking about the death okay so wow many heart symptoms <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay and 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 the diff another difficult in the, the clinic is the yeah. In the bipolar, there are more frequently these changes of emotions. Okay. Get one trigger and we go down. Wow, that's crazy. Um, and if we have a suspicion that someone may have bipolar disorder, like what should we do first? First of all, you need to, to get to psychiatry. Okay. okay. Because uh, the depression could be so, so deep that it could... The impulse of getting a suicide is it's a crime. That's one of the symptoms. Uh, like we talk about the red flag symptoms. That's the first one that we, when we uh, are studying a bipolar subject, we need to get right now to the psychiatry because we need to stabilize that symptom, first of all. Okay. Like we said in common, uh, everything that goes up, like a mania, it goes down. But in bipolar disorder, when he goes down, he holds down. Mm -hmm. And if he holds it, then he can get out for himself. So. Okay, good. Now, how do you think this disorder impacts the individual's mental, physical, and emotional health? First of all, he, this, this subject, these people with bipolar disorder, she's so fragile about the social. So he can see he can transform him, whatever it, it's in his environment. Okay, so he can uh, be so aggressive from himself, saying destroying all the bonds, destroying all the uh, the statements. We call it law, the mental law. Today he wants to be a psychologist. And tomorrow he wants to be uh, a doctor, and tomorrow he wants to be an Uber driver. He wants to get what he wants right now. That's the difficulty, okay? So uh, when you want to get in the, in the therapy, you want to get constant. Do you think he has any, like, physical problems, like, with your body? No problem because... About the transform, about the environment, he can transform the, his physics. Oh. Okay. And my, I'm going to say an example in, in women. 
he can dry his his hair mm -hmm. okay be blonde next uh, next week he wants to be a redhead <laughs> next he wants to be uh black you know he can wow. get her hair about his feelings his emotions his states so uh, he can get the tattoos and then he can regret about getting yeah. tattoos okay so surgical he can get the rhinoplastic or he can get boobs or he can get uh, another uh, changes about physics no Just, wow. that's that could be a, a problem a physical problem about them and now regarding treatments, what type of treatments do patients usually get? The first of all, the pharmaceutical treatment. Okay. Okay. Then the uh, and individual treatment more than group treatment. Okay? okay. The group therapy, it could be the last, uh, last thing that we want to be. Mm. Because first of all, we need to uh, understand how he get the bond, he can relation, see? with the social environment. So first thing is pharmaceutical and therapy, individual therapy. Okay. And what could it be like the process of the therapy? Like how would you start treating a person? Okay. Um, well, my focus on psychoanalysis. So the first thing is to know how, how, he, how they relate, uh, okay. How can they establish, you know, establish uh, relation? How can they can um, can talk to the world? Can can relation? How can live? Okay, so then we need to understand the the iceberg. Okay, we can get deeper, more than deeper to the relation, more to the to the the first bond. It could be mom, it could be dad, it could be whatever the 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 person had uh, important things to him. You need to get a long, a long time therapy process. Okay. And now, um, if you could give an advice to any psychologist treating a person with bipolar disorder, what would you say to that psychologist? Okay. Uh, first of all, you need to get a psychiatrist. You need to work with a psychiatrist, with a neurologist. Then um, always get with the family. Don't want to, to be a superhero. You need to work with the medical process. And then you work with, with this kind of patients. The family is because these people uh, said... Um, most of the time says that psychology doesn't work he just he just talk and even even have a change about that so when uh, when you get the family you can get the directors okay you can say to them how can you get the change about them how can be the progress of the therapy and you get a secure you get a, a... and now <laughs> for my last question what would you say to a person suffering from this disorder and to their loved ones, like their family? Uh, it would be difficult to, to get understand by the family because this changes about his emotions, his stability, okay? It would be difficult to, 
to the others to get understand. But the thing is, the constant about his life. Right. There would be uh, like uh, the secure the the feeling to the others that he's he has an illness. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the constant the the, uh, the pharmaceutical treatment it could get the the understand of the family what we have they oh. have it. Okay. 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 So I think that's it. Thank you so much for your time and for having you know room for us <laughs> all the way from Mexico. <laughs> And we learned a lot of things. Well, at least me. It was really interesting. And thank you for sharing your knowledge. Okay, so nice. Thank you. Okay, so I think that was a really interesting interview. Um, I really appreciate his time. He's a really busy psychologist in Mexico. He has a lot of patients and he works like in a really busy hospital. So I think that was really interesting. And um, while we were not in cameras, he mentioned something really important that I think you should know. So this type of disorder is a cycle, right? So he gave me an example. Right now he has a patient. Um, her boyfriend broke up with her. So that was emotionally a really big impact. So she decided that day to go and party all the night. He made She made a lot of bad decisions. She kissed with a lot of guys. And then the next day, she she was feeling so bad, like physically and emotionally. She regretted, she regretted everything she did. So one night she was kind of like at the top of the hill, you know, and then she was all the way in the bottom. So she decided to um, take a lot of antibiotics because she wasn't feeling good. And eventually she ended up in the ER. Uh, so he mentioned a really important thing that it's, that it is preferable not to give the medication directly to the patients. It is better to give it like to someone related to them, like a family or a friend or whatever that can manage that medication. Because, you know, antidepressants are really powerful and those type of um, medications and treatments are. So in one of, you know, their crises, they can overdose and that can be really dangerous. So it is important not to give like the treatments to the patient directly, but rather to a person that can manage them correctly. So, I mean, I guess it was really interesting. He's a really interesting guy and I really enjoy talking to him. Also, he mentioned that some of the causes that can kind of develop bipolarity, they are not 100% sure, but it can be by, by, like, by blood, like if you bring it in your DNA um, through, you know, biology, or it can also be developed. But in order to develop bipolarity, it needs to be like in the first kind of like years of life, right? And do traumatic situations, like probably, I don't know, a divorce or someone really near in your family passed away or any kind of abuse or something like that. So it is really important. And just as he mentioned, also the bonds with the mothers and the parents in general, it's something that really impacts in the development of every human being.
People with mental disorders deal, deal with a lot and the least we can do for them is to pray for them and show them our unconditional support. So I want to recommend a movie called Silver Link's Playbook with Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> and it's about a guy that is diagnosed with bipolarity. And throughout the movie, we can see like his perspective about life and how difficult it is to adapt to a society. This movie, you can find it right now on Netflix. Um, and also there's a book called An Unquiet Mind, written by Kay Redfield. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. And I just started reading it, but I think it is really interesting how it talks about um the the disorder you know and in kind of like first person because the author is the one that has the disorder so she's literally narrating all the process and what happens in her mind uh so you can have like a better understanding and picture of the disorder if you're interesting by reading the book or watching the movie that i just recommended and also to have more empathy with people that um, kind of struggle with these things because you know it's not easy and well thank you so much for listening to this podcast I hope you had fun and you found it useful and interesting as much as I did so god bless you and have a wonderful day bye